Hey everyone, I'm Lewis Malley. Welcome to the podcast. This episode was originally recorded on one of my live streams. If you want to watch or listen to more of my content, please follow me on the various social media channels. Please leave a review, subscribe, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks everyone for joining. Thank you for all the questions as well. I'm going to try and get to as many of them as possible. Um, so this week I have invited the amazing Steve Levy to come in and chat with me about everything that is wrong and can be improved about recruiting. Um, so let me patch Steve in. Steve, welcome. Lewis, everything that it's not just the negative part. It's not just everything that's everything wrong. Everything is amazing too. Everything that's amazing too. Well, amazing may be pushing things a bit far, <laughs> but you know, you know, you know the 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 bar to excellence in recruiting isn't terribly high <laughs> across, across the board. So you know what we consider to be extraordinary is. Uh, you know, no, you're right. I was always told when I was deciding to set up my own firm, and guy was like, "You only have to be a little bit better than the competition." And, and, and the bar's low. So, you know, white glove service, do what you say, you know, treat people human to trade out, could quote our friend Katrina Collier. Um, and you'll be all right. You know, so, and in fact, why we talk about that, because you did want me to say this. So how we yeah, met, how we met, I, I headhunted you for a search I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately, it didn't work. Well, you, for, for, for a few well, reasons. So, it happens. It happens. It's it happens. Yeah. Um, but the thing I'm pleased about is that we have remained friends and you still talk to me, which is uh, <laughs> which is a great thing. Which, which, which is remarkable considering something. Have, have, you, have you ever heard of the equine paradox? No, you tell me. It, 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 it asks the question, why is it there's so few horses but so many horses' asses? So yeah, so it's you know, so we managed, you know, not you know, just because it didn't work out, you know, you did your best, you know, we realized, you know, how many people we have in common. Yes, this is true. You know, Miss Katrina Collier being one of those people. Yeah. And um you wrote a chapter in her book. Well, I didn't write a chapter, but chapter five in the robot proof recruiter is based on conversations that Katrina had with uh, me and uh, a few other of my peers in the industry. Right. Not, so you not, are not, 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 not real, not real brain surgery, quite frankly, <laughs> kind of logical stuff. Right. That's good. So why on recruiting? I mean, in terms of like hiring managers, talent acquisition professionals, do you think, big question is, do you think people are, are giving it enough thought? around what skills they actually need and what problem they're trying to solve. Um, That's a loaded question. I wonder if somebody must have fed you that. It's somebody a big question that. It's, it's, it's a big question. I, th I think but behind you, that. You watched, you watched that, what's that me that last night, I think. I, I might have done that. Um, I, I think that the, 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 the big issue in recruiting is <clears throat> invariably, you know, why do we hire people? You know, we, you know, not just to keep a seat warm and, and collect a paycheck, you know, we hire people to solve problems. I think invariably the way most job descriptions are written and the way most people are, have been accustomed to doing a job search is based on, you know, presence or absence of skills. Yeah. That's a big gap between skills and problem solving. 
And I think most most the 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 bulk of the profession makes the mistake, and it's not just the recruiters, it's hiring managers too. They don't realize that we do in fact hire people to solve problems, not just to check off, you know, buzzwords. Oh, so you know, you're finding you're finding that people aren't thinking about why like what problem does this person solve for me if we hire them? Well, generally speaking, that that goes to the whole concept of you know, you know, why would somebody come to your company? Why would somebody leave a perfectly good job and 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 come to you? What would they be doing at your place that they wouldn't be doing there? Yeah. You know, what types of things would they be uh, accomplishing? What you know, in 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 ninety to one hundred and eighty days, you know, what will they have absolutely accomplished? It tells you that hiring them was the right thing to do. You know, it's it's problems. You know, we hire whether it's tax or accounting or customer service or or pick and pack or 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 investment banking. It doesn't matter. You know, we're 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 paying people so they can get stuff done. I almost said a bad my first bad word. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But then, but then, why doesn't that happen? So many people are hiring, just. I don't know. They don't, they doesn't feel like they put enough thought into it. It's, you know, it's just like this pedigree thing. They've gone to, you know, they were from this firm. I was at this firm. They must be great. Let's get them in. Let's find something for them to do. I, I don't know. It feels like there's just not quite enough proper thought around it. I mean, they're, they're, they're we, human beings like using heuristics, you know, shortcuts to decision-making, uh, you know, make assumptions. Well, you know, they went off. To Oxford, they went to Harvard. They must be brilliant. We know some. We we, we both know stupid people who've been to both universities. <laughs> and 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 merely merely the presence of a skill of a line on your resume does not it, it does not bring with it expertise. It does not bring with it the ability to come up with an innovative solution to a to a to a problem that's been keeping you awake at night. Um, you're about to say something. Uh, no, but, but, but what it does, though, if you're the hiring manager, it gives you comfort. I mean, you know, can you imagine you're in a company, I don't know, your middle management, you've been asked to hire someone, you know, to, to a tricky economy. Um, John from the next department was made redundant last week. And you're there thinking, right, do I go hire someone, got this person from my direct competitor? Or this person that could potentially be absolutely outstanding. It's very hard for that middle manager to go, uh, you know, to go for the, the candidate who's not from the direct competitor. Just it's just a so, safe bet. So, yeah, I, I guess the, so the safe bet is to just make the assumption that just because a person comes with a certain, you know, colored shirt, that, that that's the right shirt. You know, what's missing in that, in, in, in that scenario is, uh, literally have, have having a substantive conversation with them a performance based conversation with them you know do you do, not not just the usual times about you know tell me about a time you know, the competency based questions which yeah. are important but they're not everything competency based questions are nice uh they're 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 big in bar raiser situations but they're not everything yeah i mean part of what i've always I, I like doing is in, in coming into a new situation is, you know, talking to a hiring manager and tell me, you know, tell you know, six months ago, one year from now, in your experience in this place, describe for me a problem that others will have to go through that when you met it for the first time, kicked your ass. 
Yeah, I like that. You know, you know, so go, let's go through, you know, you now with the hindsight of knowledge, you know what solution was implemented and it worked, may not have worked as, you know, as well as you want to do, but it worked. You pose scenarios like that. You know, Lewis, I want to talk to you. I, I want to describe a situation here. I'm going to frame it out for you. Help me understand how you'd go about solving the problem. Lead me step by step. Let's talk about it. I want to know how you think about it. I want to know about what resources you may, what may, may, may need. It's all what if. Feel free to whiteboard. Feel free to, you know, use your hands and, you know, you know, yeah. scream, you know, with, with your hands, whatever is needed. Let me understand how it is you're going to go about solving the problem. Yeah. yeah. Three scenarios. If you're dealing with real problems, number one, person comes up with a solution that was similar to the one that you came up with. Okay. I feel good about that one. Number two, person can't solve it. There's two nods. You know, you don't hire them, push them aside. Third scenario, they come up with something you didn't think about. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. We have something here. Sure, there's comfort in, in, in hiring somebody who worked, you know, at this particular company in this particular industry. Um, there's a saying, it's called incest is only relative. <laughs> and and so when you and many industries do this, they hire, you know, you, you look at resumes from people that are hired for certain roles, and it's the same it's company just yeah. rotated around. And what that does over time, you know, it, it, incest is a bad thing. Bad things yeah. happen when you have sex with your family. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is, and also this thing of diversity of thought, right? You want people to come in with different life experiences, different perspectives, different yeah. views. It's great. I mean, maybe they'd be harder to manage because you've got so many different opinions and stuff, but, but it's wonderful. Then, 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 you know, if, 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 if heterogeneity is tough for you to manage, then there are a couple of ways to respond to that. Number one, maybe you shouldn't be managing. Number two, maybe you need to be educated. Maybe you need, you need more education, more development in, in that area. Or, or three, maybe you just need to get some help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, just because someone is inherently challenging to manage, I've been down that route personally. Doesn't mean that, given the right situation, they can't be productive. Very true. And, and you know, it, you know, it, you know, you you don't have to manage everybody with the same lens. Yeah. I mean, even though in organizations that's what HR likes, they like having consistency, you know, across. But sometimes, no, you can't. You know, creativity is is not necessarily something that you want to put. Uh, you know, reins on. You don't. You don't want to put blinders on them either. You you want to have you know this free rein to run and come up with things that others haven't come up with. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. And for for people at the at the mid level, even senior level, you almost need almost need the permission of senior management to go and go and find someone with potential. You know, go and go and assess for these skills rather than go after someone from a you know a similar firm. I mean, assessing for potential means, you know, posing scenarios that you haven't seen before. It's, you know, it's posing scenarios that have made you uncomfortable in the past. It's posing scenarios that might not be seen or might be just so way out there. 
you know, and, and what's the thing, you know, the, the, the only stupid question is a question you don't ask or something yeah. of that sort. Ask absurd questions. I don't mean, you know, why are manhole cover rounds or, you know, how many ping pongs does it take to fit in, 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 in into your, your, your living room there. But, you know, ask questions that, 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 that are related to the types of problems in situations that somebody in the role yeah, no, no, no. is going to be facing. It means, you know, forever educating yourself on, yeah. on these things and, you know, being a continuous, being a lifelong learner. And that's hard. It takes time. Yeah. 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 You've got to, yeah, you've got to be brave. You've got to be think a little bit more about how you interview and what you're trying to find out. Cause I, yeah, I mean, I certainly find just so, so many hiring managers and recruiters making assumptions about people. They must be great because they've gone to Oxford, worked here, worked there. It just feels like we really, really need to move away from that and just give it a lot more thought, as you said, around how how you assess people. Um, I mean, look, you can hire people. You, you can hire people who who can fit, who can solve the exact problems you need, the way you think. They, you, you, you need to have them solved, or you can have people who, who are going to come up with solutions that they're not illegal, they're not immoral, they're not fattening, but they're different. Yeah. Difference makes people uncomfortable. And that's good. That's when you learn. I mean, it, it, it's no different than going to the gym. How do you get, how do you get stronger? Well, you lift heavier weights. You, you hurt for several days after a hard workout. Yeah. You know the I mean, ana the analogies are, are 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 similar. Yeah, you know, like be comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, you, you learn, you develop, you get fresh ideas. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great. What do you think on on the assessment stuff? So, so psychometrics have been, I mean, flavor of the month oh, for, a long, for a long time. Are you? Are you using them? How do you use them? We use them at M&T Bank, and I, I, I've used them in the past. You know, the standard, you know, yeah. you have some fairly standard ones from a leadership point of view, uh, Calipers, uh, DISC, you know, Myers-Briggs, which I know Carl Jung is just turning in his grave or how we've just, what we've done to his archetypes. Um, <laughs> you have some companies still using, like, you know, the Wonderlick. Which, which, by the way, always it, it makes me chuckle because the wonder look is 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 used in American football, and so you know, you know I do always wonder how come you know if the wonder looks being used, how come we're not having sea uh, levels do uh, you know running dashes or or, or <laughs> contests as well to go along with them because they're you know should they maybe who oh, knows maybe we will you know they're they're data points yeah you know, uh, I I. I you know, in, in, in my doctoral work, psychometrics was a big part of it. I'm a stat wonk. I love that stuff. I love Cronbach's alpha. I love it. That's the reliability. That's no, that's fun stuff. Yeah. Now, now, go, go look up Cronbach's alpha. We'll, 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 we'll have a special thing on stats. But, you know, but psychometrics and, you know, building tests, it's, it's a fascinating area. And, you know, I, you know, I think companies tend to become comfortable with a certain slate of assessments. Yeah. And, you know, you, you become so good at using a hammer, everything begins to look like a nail. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just something that is, you baseline it. Uh, you know, but I think like with, yeah. with, with, with any assessment tool, 
it needs to be rejiggered every so often. Okay. And I'm, I don't think I, I'm, I, I tend to think that not enough, not enough of that actually takes place. So you're, and when are you doing it in the process? So beginning, middle, end, I've been at places in which the, these assessments are given early in the process and then right before, right, right as we're getting towards that offer phase, you know, we think, right. that, okay, you know, and it's a, that's a six to one half dozen, another, another proposition, uh, you know, early on, you know, maybe, uh, you know, someone is not as being as open. Yeah. You know they're not as invested. The more the, the you know, I tend to think the more you can get somebody invested in what in your process, and that has to do with engagement and, and interview styles and whatnot. The more of themselves that they're going to give to you. Yes. You know, and so if 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 you wait later on in the process before you know, and and you've built the rapport, you know, you know these tests theoretically shouldn't there shouldn't be a difference between the different stages but there are but but there are differences depending yeah. on, on on the comfort zone and what have you but you also but you also tend to find if it's done at the end then you're just doing it to justify the decision that you've already made whereas it feels like with, you know, with yeah. but don't don't haven't you had clients in which they've gone through the assessment at the end and you know there were red flags raised Yes, I have absolutely, and then, absolutely. And, then, and then the the offers it it didn't come through. Yeah, true, true. So it has to be egregious. Yes, you've got to, it. Just yeah, I mean you're right. It does. It just feels like for me, if you're going to use it as extra data, extra information, which is great because otherwise, you know, interviewing is a little bit like speed dating, right? Meet them for an hour. You decide if you like them or not. You move on to the next stage. Deadly. I think I like I like the, I like the I like the psychometrics because it gives you data that you can use if you use it. I'm not convinced how much people actually look at these things. And well, the theory is if if you're going to use um, it, 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 it's it's called conversion validity is is the research concept. If 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 you think about it, if if a a, a behavioral question points to this if a cognitive question points to this if a psychometric test points to this there's convergent validity okay fine we're, we're both all converging on this one middle ground here yeah you know so that's that that's important you know yeah. to the extent that uh you know if if you're going to use be using assessment have you use multiple multiple modalities and 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 go for that convergent validity you know, but, you know, if, if a test is, if one test is saying this and another mode is saying, you know, coming to this conclusion, another one's saying this, I'm trying to look on screen, be all different places, you know, you're, you're yeah. not getting at an end of, at, at, at something that is singular. Yeah. Yeah. So use a few different ones um, and then, yeah, go through. I've, I've also found that, I mean, it's being used at every level, by the way, because a, a quite a few people I speak to when they when they do them, they're like, oh, you know, isn't this something I would have done at school or, or graduate level? And, and I'm finding people are doing it the whole way through. So, you know, if you're in a process, embrace it. You know, tests are nice, you know, like, yeah, what's your Meyer, what's your Myers-Briggs archetype? Okay, well, it's a nice conversation if you, you know, want to run through, you know, 
you can find a website to tell you if you're okay if you're an INTJ, you're good at this and not good at this, and on and on and on and on. It makes for a good banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great stuff. You learn about yourself. You know, back to your point about be be a, a lifelong learner. You know, like why not? You know, and when I do these things, I always I always see myself within them. I mean, you know, there's a degree of accuracy, but you kind of like, you know, you think about it and you're like, yeah, you know, that's probably about right. What's your what's your Myers Briggs archetype? I, I think it's ENTJ. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me so too. It's, very similar. Which which may which yeah. which you know lends towards the you know the heavy question asking, the inquisitiveness. And for me, it's I I I'm borderline uh, EI. I don't know. How, I don't know if you remember your actual score. But, I don't you know, know my score. I remember with my, with my when I did my full Myers Briggs. I think on, on the on the IE introversion extroversion scale, I think it was a three. So it was really, really, on, really on the cusp. Yeah. It, and, and and you know, it and 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 the introversion extroversion scale is not being an introvert or an extrovert for those who don't know, it's where you take your cues from in terms yes. of decision making. And so yeah. Also is yeah. It's also interesting about how introverts and extroverts have been dealing with this pandemic on a slight side point. Us recruiters, like we get, so for me, I get energy from meeting people. So, you know, it's been a, it's been an interesting, um, you know, interesting, what's the right word? Um, I don't know, interesting, interesting way to work. No, yeah, I mean, it's Interesting been, is a good word. Come on, man. I've been, we, uh, the M&T Bank, we went, uh, Full remote, I believe it was March 9th of 2020. And uh, I, I, I can't tell you how many hundreds of people I've interviewed since then. Yeah. But I've had interviews where, um, you know, I'm talking to someone. I tell them straight out when I have these interviews, look, look, I, I do a lot of technical stuff. And, 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 and I say, look, I mean, I'm, I was an engineer for 15 years before I crossed over to the dark side. I said, look at me. I look more like a biker than a banker. Don't, you know, I don't look like I'm in HR. Look, I know that engineers hate interviews. I know that engineers, you know, live our lives at the intersection of ADHD highway and Asperger's Boulevard. I mean, <laughs> all, all these things that, you know, to, yeah, chuckle and, and, you know, so they realize that, we're just having a conversation. I'm not grilling you. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pound different about different data structures or, you know, architectural frameworks. That's not the point. So I want to find out about you as a yeah, human yeah. being. Yeah. Are they wearing a suit and tie and you're wearing I, your hat and t-shirt? No, they, some, sometimes they have, I go, I can see the t-shirt underneath your collar shirt. You can take <laughs> the collar right. shirt off and they, and they do Many times they do. They go, this is so much better. <laughs> Yeah, because part of the challenge is if someone is not going to be comfortable in an interview, are you sure you're getting the best out of them? Are you getting the, the, the and and the answer to me is unequivocally no. You know, I'd rather you, you know the true Lewis come out, and then you know we we deter we we conclude together that this isn't the best place for you, but I will help you. You tell me companies that do interest you, and I will hook you up. And I and, and, and that's, that's, that's how it worked. You know, that's how this work from home interview from home rift during the last year. But the point I was going to make is the the, word, yeah. the, uh, the conversation is the number of people who I've interviewed um, who ended up having to pull their kids on their laps. <laughs> 
they're working from home or or hey, hold on, I gotta get I I my 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 son or daughter has to go to the bathroom. I go, fine, I'm 61, so do I. I'll be right back. <laughs> it, 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 it's just you know we're and recruiters are just a I don't know it's, if we're afraid, but we're dealing with other human beings, Lewis. I under, love that stuff. under circumstances like this that no one's ever most have never been through before. No. And what's the point of putting the smackdown on people? Yeah. You know, yeah. just be, you know, you know, it's interview to interview, interview to include rather to exclude. Yeah, I love that. Way, if you want to exclude, focus on specific problems to be solved. Look, we're asking you to, you're gonna be you're gonna be asked to do this. Have you done it? If you haven't, how would you do it? No one's going to deny, no one's going to think negatively of you if you go that route. And then they, they'll, they'll know if they can't do that, if they haven't done it. Yeah. They'll, they'll, people will be honest with you. Honesty is, is, it's easy to get to that level of honesty if you start off by being honest. Yeah. And also the experience for the candidates is so much better, right? And we haven't spoken about that, but just Oof. being Big, big topic. Maybe we'll have, to, we'll have to do that another time. But, um, but I just, you know, the experience of just being human, being nice, letting people be themselves. And then you really start to, to find out. I mean, you know, that's what it's about. You know, if you're, if you're, it's a, it's one of the biggest life decisions someone's ever going to make, right? Exactly. To go, and, to go and spend more time with you probably on video now than they would do with their wife. You know, it's like, Big big life decision, and you need to give people space and time for their partner. You know, it's 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 you know ultimately. You know, look, my, my initial conversations with people are somewhere between thirty and forty five minutes. Um, you know, and and I, I guess about ten to fifteen minutes of that is just pre banter, trying to get into the point where at least they're comfortable. I mean, yeah. I, 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 this is what I do for a living. I, I can talk to rocks. I can talk to an empty <laughs> coffee cup if I have to. Uh, but, but that is not what, you know, other people do. Yeah. 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 And, you got to make them comfortable, set the scenario. And then just here are some pose. I'm going to pose you some things. I go, look, man, what do you really want to do? Yeah, yeah. You know what? What? You know why are you looking? Why are you really look? People tell me the darndest things. You know if you know people know honesty, they also know they also know BS. And you know and 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 you know when when you're just you know the 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 interview is a is a is 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 a checklist. Yeah. They know that, it, that you don't care about me. You just you just it's just these things that I can bring to a table. There's got to be more to that. I mean, this is this is a really important job we do, Lewis. And you know, whether we're doing it in in a consultative capacity, a search capacity, uh, in-house, corporate, outhouse, third party, tongue in cheek, outhouse, get it. And um, you know, we're changing potentially, asking people to make the biggest change in their life. Yeah, and I completely agree. And especially especially these days, in which remote is taking more of a absolutely a front absolutely. Uh, a front seat and relocation you know like oh i don't have to live in san francisco where a hovel costs you know 1.2 million us i can go to another part of the country and 
It's tough. You don't even get to try people's biscuits before you join now. You know, it's difficult stuff. It's difficult stuff. I, it's, I, it's, the, it's the trying people's biscuits. That's that's the key thing. I have to. I, I will work that into my 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 next interview. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. I've got a question. I've had a bunch of questions come in, um, but this one was is nice because it's about feedback, and it feels like feedback's the natural next, the next step for yeah. us. And yeah. I had this a few yeah. days ago, yeah. which I posted yeah. on. Yeah, who's asking these questions? That's the that's the important thing. So, well, these ones have been emailed in. So, okay. yeah. Uh, so I can't let let these you know who wrote asked this one probably okay. Katrina or something, um, but I got asked this a few days ago and I posted it on LinkedIn and I had a bunch of people give advice which is interesting and this so this friend of mine, she's had five interviews, um, three weeks have gone by no feedback, oh. and she's like I really want the job and this person's unemployed. I, saw I want that. the I've job. Never seen this. Yeah. 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 What do you do? You know, and that, and that's and I and I post that because that comes and I hear this all the time. I constantly get asked the question just from friends, candidates, you know, whatever. Just what do I do? Um, and this is direct, so they didn't go through a uh, an agency. Who and they know. You know they know. They know is is the and the person in the company is ghosting them. Yeah, like they've sent a few emails three, four emails. It's also, it's difficult because you want like, it's a balance, right? You want the job. Um, so as a candidate out of work, it's like, how much should you push? When, what time is it okay to then pick up the phone and be like, right, I've invested five interviews, right? So what's that's like three hours per interview, an hour thinking time and prep, an hour interview, downloading it after, right? That's at least 15 hours that this person's invested, at least. Um, and unfortunately, it's not. It is very it's all too common. Um, and you know, yeah. the problem here is. Let, 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 let me. Hopefully, this person is is listening. Let's say, for example, remember the days when we used to be able to fly on airplanes, and we had we ex, we experienced horrible customer service. We thought nothing of firing out a tweet or posting something on social media to that company, to their CEO. Like, are you kidding me? If this is how you treat your customers? Part of me wants that person to, um, you know, honestly call them out. Call them out. I honestly, and, 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 And this is the devil. This, this, this is you're sort of damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. But I think it's best if you do. Um, if you haven't heard from something in that long, newsflash: it's not happening. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so then you're left with a: what kind of person do I want to be? Okay. Do I just let it go? you know, you know, let my principles go by the wayside, or would I, in this case, do a LinkedIn post and tag the person? That's brave. But hear, but hear me out, but hear, hear me out on this. I'm, I'm only doing this because I want to help others. You know, if, if, if that person also wants to tag me on that post, you have my, you have my permission. You know, you have, it's, 
back in 2014, I did a I did a keynote at SourceCon in Denver. It was it was the infamous uh, the the Lenny Bruce moment in our industry. Um, uh, yeah, it was about engagement, right? And in it, I I had people open up their laptop and in Google type the phrase recruiters space AR space and not hit return. Have you ever done that, Lewis? No, I never done that. Okay. And so if you do that, if you type, you know, recruiters space AR space. Yeah. I'm just curious what comes up. So we've got recruiters of Benteville AR, recruiters Fayetteville, and recruiters Fort Smith AR. Now, in this case, let me just let me just try it here for a second. I'm gonna just, at least here in the states, recruiters are that my predictive stuff is 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 off on 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 this particular one. But it, what the way it was is recruiters <laughs> are. Bad, I've got a hit. Yes, <laughs> and so people that the first time anyone ever done that. And, you know, I talked about the lies that recruiters tell, you know, when recruiters reach out to you, you know, uh, you know, on, on LinkedIn, I, I coined the phrase, I coined the phrase in mauling and in mauling is, you know, when, when I don't know about you, but I, I get about 17 to 18 a week of people saying, I love your profile. You're a perfect fit for our senior software engineer opening. We have no one headhunts me, Steve. No one had time to speak. Well, well, we'll see what we can do after this one, Lewis. <laughs> but the point is, that's called in-mauling. You know, when, when, when the platform makes it so easy to just throw crap out there. I love your profile. I ask people in the, in the audience, how many of you, when you reach out to people, use the word love in, in your email? I love your profile. I, okay. How many of you use multiple exclamation points? Okay. I said, hand, keep your hands up. For those whose hands are up and use love, how many of you on a real committed relationship keep your hands up? I said, who do you love more? And I led through this, this process whereby ultimately I put a slide up and it said, recruiters are douchebags. We have a problem in our profession. You know, we don't want to face things like that, but the barrier to entry into recruiting is not very high. Very true. And it doesn't matter what side of the pond you're on. Yeah. You know, and so who, who is going to look after the profession? Is it the ourselves. people? Is it, it's, it's ourselves. There's a, there's a reason why, you know, you know, you know, you know, many years ago, Jerry Crispin and Ben Gock, and this has been Jerry Crispin's idea for years, but, uh, you know, the association of talent acquisition professionals, there's a group of us who helped start and one, I'm one, I'm one of the, you know, the co-founders with Jerry and Ben Gock and Michael Casdale, and, you know, we're building this global, global recruiting association. And it's not just corporate recruiters or, or, or agency recruiters, anybody who's associated with it. It's, 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 it's inclusive at, at its core and it's about just being better, you know, to, so to this point, if someone is ghosting you, someone has to fix the problem. Yeah. And yeah. so if it means putting something out on social media to call someone out, look, I'll tell you, I tell people straight out, look, I, I'm doing the best I can. You know, I, I drop things sometimes. I, yeah, yeah. I said, I don't mind. I, and I give people, here's my phone number. If, you know, use it. You know. 
I, you know, I say to people as well, I mean, like if you, I will get back to you, but if I haven't, just bother don't me. Hesitate. Don't hesitate. Yeah. Don't just hesitate. Touch. And, and after a while, you know, and, and, and if you say it, you mean it. And, and, you know, I know when I screw it up and I, I will apologize to you and I will make it right. But, you know, it's, and it's not, not, not even, even saying, but you know, sounds like an excuse. We're humans. We're doing the best we can. But in this case, I would call the person out. Yeah, I, would, I, I actually, the you know the 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 post. I think that was on a it was on Facebook where I saw that where where this person I saw this on I LinkedIn. I put it on LinkedIn. I put it on LinkedIn. If I'm, if I'm that person, I'm going to do a screenshot of that, and I'm going to send that screenshot to this person. And I've got. I mean, there were like I don't know twenty odd comments of. I mean, you know, everyone. There's a lot of. It's not. It's not cool. But you know what? I mean, let's just. If you're the recruiter. Yeah. internal recruiter that's dropped the ball on this you know it just feels also that you can do something about it like if you're a hiring manager just appreciate that people have invested time you know give them 10 minutes to give some feedback even if it's a no it's look, a gift to give feedback someone it, just it, wants it, to is. it is and that's why i tell everybody look if it if it doesn't work out here tell me who you're interested in and i'll and i i will connect you and i do that all the time and I'm, what else can you do? Yeah. You know, I, and I, yeah, I mean it when I say it and I said, I'm going to help you. If it doesn't work out here for whatever reason, um, I'm going to help you. Don't just don't think that it's the last you'll ever hear from me. Yeah. It's, it's, a, long, it's a very long life. Boom. I think that's a great place to end Steve. If anyone wants help, Steve's the man. <laughs> No, it's good. It's good. It's well, true. You, I mean, you, know, you know, look, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I mean, I look like this. I probably actually I look more like this on LinkedIn. Hold on. Yes. There, there. I look I'm more going, like I'm going that way too. Um, and uh, you know, I'm on on Twitter. I'm Levy Recruits. On Instagram, I'm Levy Recruits. If you ever get truly bored and you want to read stuff I've written, just Google three words: Steve Levy Recruiting. That's me. And uh, whatever I can do to help you uh, or help your friends or family, you know, through this, uh, whether it's a, you know, resume review, hey, who do you know there um, on a global nature and, and not just in the States. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I do stuff on a global nature. Great. Reach out to me. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, You're always, always a pleasure. Um, I'm going to get you back in for another one soon. Works for me, Lewis. Have a good one. You too, man. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe in all the usual places.